Hey, Hound Dogs, I'm David Hankins. I'm Paul Hankins. And you're on the air with Power Squared. Uh, this week, we're going to talk about some uh, finishing touches we're doing on issues uh, 16 through 19. The ones that we, we're planning on trying to release uh, in 2023. And sort of... If you're also a creator of a comic book, you're probably going through similar steps that we are. Uh, and we just thought it would be a chance to share kind of what we're going through and maybe give us a little advice here and there uh, to people that are also in the same boat. Yeah. Um, so we're talking about, uh, I guess, th- possibly four issues, 16, 17, 18, 19. Yeah. Hey, I can count. Um, and, um, kind of this, uh, we finished the art, the artwork and the lettering for these last year. Yeah. Further back. Uh, it's been a while. And so we're having to sort of, you want to make sure that you're putting your best foot forward, uh, when, before you, let's say you're doing a Kickstarter or you're publishing it or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, so we've gone back. Uh, one of the things I had to do was one of our publishers on-demand publishers, I should say, platforms. Uh, One of the platforms we put our work on. Yes. One's a certain size. So I had to go and resize 88 pages to to be that size, which is 7 by 10 and a half. And then uh, do a couple, four new pages, which were the coming coming soons. Yeah. And set those up and... Size them and then kind of go through it. And I made a swapped out a, an image on one of the uh, inter, inner pages, inside yeah. cover pages, because uh, I was getting um, kind of debris, or whatever you call it. There's a word for it, I'm not getting right. Artifacting? Artifacting, yeah. It was artifacting because I think it was a JPEG instead of a TIFF. Yeah, JPEGs will do that. So That's really, why Ping is a superior uh, image format. <laughs> so I replaced it with a TIFF and it looks a lot better. Um, and then after all that, I made PDFs and gave them to our editor to look at. Yes. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> so we thought we'd talk a little bit about what you're looking for, because there's nothing worse than getting a, a newly minted comic book and there's the wrong word or it's your instead of you are, you know what I mean? Yeah. Those kind of things you want to make sure that you're not, uh, putting out stuff that people are going to get, oh, this is amateurish. Right. And uh, you want somebody, we're lucky that both you and Trevor are grammaticians. Uh, yeah. Which sounds like you're bearing grammar. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, it helps because I'm, you know, I have a general idea of grammar, but I'm not like super good at it. You guys are. Yeah. Which is really good. Admittedly, there are some grammar rules that even I'm still not 100% on because it's kind of tricky, but I... The Oxford still, comma and all that stuff. Yeah, but uh, I still uh, care about it. Okay. So we thought we'd talk about some of the things you found in one of the issues that you looked at. There was four. Yeah. I thought we'd look at issue 16, see the stuff. And then we're going to talk a little bit about after you've got it all nice and done, nice and ready to go, before you publish, what you need to do. Yeah. All right. So... We're going to look at issue 16. Yeah, which is, uh, I love the cover of this. This is really <laughs> Let's brag about our own stuff. This is really good. So one of the things you brought up was this little, uh, we have a little blurb usually in every issue, except for maybe the first one, talking, kind of give you kind of 
up to now. Yeah. <laughs> catch you up in case you haven't been meeting along, or even if you haven't, it's been a while. So you think we need to sort of work on this and make it a little more succinct? Uh, more succinct and also uh, be careful with uh, comma placement. Okay. Oh, okay. So that's one thing that we'll be looking, working on. And then on page nine, so we have eight good pages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is 1100. Yeah, I figured that out too. A um, couple of things was, uh, you think you need a comma after you know a, you know, a magical, a big magical yeah. On this, you know, which, yeah. Which is great for the audio. If you're if you're listening to this, it's uh, panel five, page nine. Yeah. And then on panel six, you wanted to touch up some of the dialogue from Mocha. Yeah. Okay. So those are things we need to work on. So it's not quite done. And then on on page eleven, uh, panel four. Eleven, which would be. So when you buy these later and you look at them and go, hey, they were talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, panel four, we need to add a space between two sentences. Okay, let's see. So page 13. Yeah. You said 11. Oh, that was page 11. I'm sorry. Page 11 did have something. Yeah. Uh, add a comma after, from Eli's dialogue on panel four. That doesn't work for, yeah, you know, tonight doesn't work for me. Yeah. So we need to add a comma there. And then on page 13, panel four, sorry, it gets confusing. Four here. Yeah, add a space between two sentences. Yeah, as you see, it yeah, says, hello, yeah. boys, comma, all right, period. period. Come on. I'm, words. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> come on, hear me, and then on panel six, the gulp. You think we need to change how that looks? Well, it was just a suggestion. No, it's, it's it's more of a preference thing than anything. Okay. Um, and then on page 14. Should be the next one. Yes, it should be. Uh, can we play more with all the, oh, the what on, in panel? Yeah. Yeah. It should be bigger, do you think? Yeah. Uh, I've, I know I've seen an effect in comics before where if there's a, it depends on how big of a reaction you want the characters to have, but sometimes like the words can kind of escape the balloon ah, okay. a little. Like, what? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> emphasizing how big it is. Um, it doesn't have to be that necessarily, but just like something to make it more, I feel like that needs to be more impactful. Okay. Not a bad suggestion. Uh, and then, let's see, page 17, panel 4. 17, so that's 19 in the yeah, PDF, yeah. Panel 4. Old friend. But I think old friend is not the right word. Like, put old friend in quotes. Right. I agree. No, it, it's good. And then... We're not done yet. Page 18, panel 1, 2, and 3 have issues. Uh, so panel 1, add a comma. Coming, my dark-haired beauty. Coming, my dark-haired beauty. Good. 
And then panels two and three is the like we have a choice redundant. Oh, I see. I guess we have no choice. And then in panel three, like we have a choice. Okay. So we need to update the dialogue a little. Or yeah. get rid of one of those or something. Possibly. Okay. So those were the, the changes. And then you're also uh, the Dr. Atlas, DR Atlas, or Doctor spelled out. Yeah. Um, there were two occasions in the three issues where it was spelled out. Yeah. So I printed out those pages and we can just make it be DR. It's easier. Yeah. And then uh, later uh, issue, you're talking about all right. Yeah. And I think there were two times we didn't have the dash, so I printed out those pages as well. So we yeah. can just fix those. So that's kind of, you know, a process that takes... So how long does it take you really to, to review an issue? I'm not trying to say, you know, how many days it took you or whatever, but I mean, how long does it take you to really sit down and kind of be mindful of all the grammar and all that? Because that is a... That's a skill. Right. Um... Well, first, it depends on how much dialogue is in the issue. Like, for example, I believe uh, issue 17 was easier to go through because almost, the like, the first, uh, like, quarter of it, at least, is kind of silent, or there's barely anything there. Um, with a regular issue uh, where there's lots of dialogue, um, it can take me maybe 20-ish minutes depending on how dense it is okay. uh, to like comb through it um of course a little longer to also write the notes down right and i do that as i go so i don't have to like keep going right back okay so as as a you know we're both writers on this but as as the writer or whatever you shouldn't or as the letter in this case you know you, you should look forward to those kind of comments because yeah. you want to i always i like editing because it makes it the best it can be yeah you know what i mean you always want to be fucking quoting you know tony rome was a quarterback get better and better but you, you want it to be the best thing you can do yeah right and uh even if you don't have like the script next to you uh you still need uh as an when you're doing editing, you still need to uh, think about if something doesn't uh, like seem right. For example, in a, one of the issues, it looked like uh, two of the oh. characters had like the wrong dialogue, like right dialogue, wrong character. Yeah, got flipped. Yeah, yeah, that that kind of stuff can happen. Uh, but you want you again don't want that to go out like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's a. That's why even though the letterer is technically the last line of defense with a comic, uh, you should still have your editor, unless you're also the editor, but you yeah. need to uh, go through it like one more time. Right, so it's kind of like a, a, a beta feed. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, so this sort of just advice uh, that you might want to uh, take to heart. Okay, so before you actually publish it or put it out on kickstarter or whatever you're going to do with your comic book uh you want to get it copyrighted yes and this is more than just putting an envelope and mailing it to yourself <laughs> uh you really want to go and get a copyright done at the u.s copyright office and you get a lot of protection that way uh it is uh not 
a cheap process. Um, I was looking back, we did two issues last year and it was $85. So it's not like, people say, oh, it's 25 bucks. It's not, it's, it's like 85. Was and, that uh, uh, put together or individually? That was together. Right. Uh, there are different tiers in pricing. I would recommend that you go to copyright.gov. You can also get, uh, I'm sure there are third parties out there. I think I accidentally used one one time uh, to get to the very beginning of doing copyrights. Um, didn't realize that. I wasn't dealing with the U.S. Copyright Office directly. Uh, so you, you can go, it, it will cost you more to go through a third party because they'll charge you for doing it. Yeah. Um, the Copyright Office, uh, where we've gotten uh, kind of uh, kinked up, I'll say, is using the word work for hire. Right. Because then they think we're the work for hire, not that we hired people. But that's, we were trying to make the distinction like the, the colorist and the artist and the letterer were work for hire. And they, it tripped them up. And they were coming back to us wanting us to better uh, define that relationship because we're not the work for hire they're the work for hire so it's better I think just to avoid that altogether yeah uh, in your uh, registration and uh, our experience has been they'll come they'll answer your questions once you're in the process and we did this one time we were trying to copyright something and we had asked for advice and the person told us to oh to was some sort of shortcut registration. Yeah. And so we followed that, and the copyright office said, <laughs> when we were all done, and we submitted it, said, oh, you can't do that. And so we wrote back, and, and I, I showed them, I sent them back the email I'd gotten from, you know, they, it was not a, there's no, like, Sam, Sam Arnold, you know, or it's a sort of AD or something at the bottom, you know, there wasn't yeah. an identifying name, and it comes from the copyright office. But I sent them back the email saying, this is what they told us to do. And they went, oh, okay. And they let us do it. Right. So I, I find that I, I'm pleased that they're not this faceless bureaucracy that just steams all over you or whatever. <laughs> um, they seem to actually respond and help you. There's, I believe there's even, you can even start the registration and have them help you finish it. Right, they they have offered that in the past. I, I assume they do that still now. So it's very important to get it copyrighted, um, and so I'd recommend that you do that to protect yourself. Um, at least start the process. You know, I, I know with our first issue, it, it seemed like it was going to take six months to get it copyrighted, and we wanted to get it out. And the advice we got was to wait, but we went ahead and did it anyway because we'd already sent in to be registered. And I don't think there's a lot of power squared comic books coming in, so I think we're safe doing that. But uh, it is important to do, and just as a creator-to-creator -creator kind of suggestion, make sure you get it copyrighted. Yes. So that's kind of... Um, so we're going to go back and do some editing on our own, uh, have our letter do uh, the correct changes, and then I'll probably have to resize the pages again, and then we're going to get ready to to copyright yes and then set dates for these releases we were talking about it before the show uh, our last issue came out december 7th of last year um so we're trying to figure out when would be a good time to put out the next issue and then for paying out three or four how many we want to you yeah, know space how we want to space that out so they're coming uh and so 16 uh is mocha and raven part one yes and that's uh coming probably february or march 
it's yeah. gonna say it's, it's from like Invincible late 2023. <laughs> uh, it's coming, more or less. Yeah, more or less. <laughs> it's coming. Uh, you know, late winter, early spring 2023. Yeah. Okay. All right. So until next time, I'm David Hankins. I'm Paul Hankins. And you've been on the air with Power Squared. Uh, 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 uh,